1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise once again. You know, George Burns once said, you can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. What do you think about that, Attorney Tenny Lance? Well, I think he's right. I don't think that uh, people who keep active, who keep their mental capacities going, really need to feel old at all. No, but we can't help getting older, but we don't have to act old. Isn't that right? I think that's right. We can just keep acting young and foolish. Some people would (laughs) say that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome this morning. Uh, My name is Ray Lance. I'm happy to be with you this Sunday morning. And uh, welcome to Attorney Tenny Lance, and happy Valentine's Day, Tenny. Happy Valentine's to you, my love. Well, that's very nice. (laughs) Uh, Gee, we should have had some Valentine's Day quotations, but we've done a show in the past on Valentine's Day, so today we decided to talk instead about the subject of ageism the subject of getting older and how do you want to spend your years when you get older do you want to be in a nursing home no do you want to be in an assisted living facility not necessarily maybe would you rather be at home in your own environment i would think so well certainly most people would say that yes but assisted living is pretty nice And there's a lot of ways, though, that you can stay at home, but you need to make it a safer place to live. So we're going to talk about some of that today. We're going to talk about the choices that you have. We're going to talk about having people come in to help take care of you as you get older. Now, what happens if you are concerned about taking care of an older parent, and yet you've got your own family, you've got a full-time job, you've got children to take care of, perhaps? How do you do all those things? Boy, it gets really difficult, doesn't it? And you and I both know, uh, because we've had experience with that, with both of our mothers. Yes, we did. My mother, for example, lived with us for 17 years. We happened to have a little cottage that used to be a chicken coop that had been converted into a little uh, one-bedroom living space. And she lived there for, I guess, around 16 or 17 years. And then, unfortunately, she did end up having to be in an assisted living facility. Um, a nursing home briefly, and she did that, I guess, for a total of about two years before she passed away. But on the one hand, we enjoyed having her with us, and on the other hand, it was an additional expense for us. Um, We could have rented that little cottage and had rent money to come in to pay for our real estate taxes and our insurance, but instead we had my mom live with us, and that was fun. And it was a joy to have her there, and it was a pleasure, and it was really important to be able to take care of her, wasn't it? It was also a, a real help to us sometimes. Yep, because she helped a lot. Our kids were teenagers, and if we had uh, a time when we needed to be out late or if we were away or something, she was very good about watching the kids and then reporting to us yeah. <laughs> things that they might have done. I guess there were a couple of times when we went away for a weekend or something like that, and she stayed at home, and um, one of our children, who will not be named, decided to have a party with all of his friends and removed all the furniture from the living room and stored it carefully. And I found out later they took Polaroid pictures of where the various knickknacks and things were on top of tables so that when they had to put it all back together, it would go back in exactly the same place. That was very creative, wasn't it? Weren't they smart? <laughs> They know how fussy I am about where things are placed and located, so they knew I would have known if a picture was on a wrong table or something. Yeah, well, it was creative, but we didn't find out about that event until years and years later, but we did have a good watchdog living with us, didn't we? <laughs> My mother. Tenny, <laughs> I, I want to mention a quick public announcement. Um you and I recently have received our first COVID shot. We're both uh, age 75 or a little older, and we were able to qualify for that group, uh, phase two of people eligible to receive the vaccine for COVID. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to receive the second shot. But it was one of the more complicated things I've ever looked at doing, trying to figure out how do you schedule to get your COVID shot 
if you're 75 or older. And then in a few weeks, they're going to open it up to uh, another age bracket. So what the governor has done just this past week is has announced the opening of a telephone number you can now call to get live phone assistance to help set up a spot for you to get your vaccine. Now, we chose to go up to Gillette Stadium because that's how it worked out. And so we drove up to Foxborough to Gillette Stadium. So if you're 75 years of age or older, that group can now call 211 on your telephone, and you're going to get a live person to talk to. The call center will be open from 8.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock in the afternoon, only on weekdays. It will not be open by uh, on weekends. And they have it staffed with something like 500 representatives, including people who can speak Spanish and other languages. Uh, they've got a total of 100 languages that they could uh, address. So again, call 211 if you're 75 years of age or older and you're having difficulty trying to get a an appointment for your vaccine shot. Well, unfortunately, Massachusetts has not been doing a great job up until now about that. I heard uh, a recent radio announcement that uh, Massachusetts ranked something like 48 out of 50 in getting shots out to people who were eligible. In fact, I had a uh, client on the Cape that I was talking to on the phone, and he'd been trying and trying to find a location. And they told him to go to Dartmouth High School, where, of course, we know they are not yet set up for this. Yeah, it's it's taking time to get them set up. But you know what? It's still serious, isn't it, Tenny? Because I just heard in the news in the last day or so that our first sitting United States congressman has died from COVID. Right. So uh, a Republican from... Texas. Was it Texas? Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember what state it was from. So it's still serious. It's still out there. And I still think it's important to get vaccinated. Not everybody wants to get vaccinated, but I think it's vitally important. Absolutely. So let's talk about the subject of ageism. You know, we have a lot of choices when we get older. A few years ago, um, 2017 to be specific, there was a phenomenal uh, edition of Consumer Reports magazine, and it was called Who Will Care For You? And it's probably one of the more comprehensive stories I've ever seen them do on how do you take care of yourself? Who's going to take care of you as you get older? Um, We are an older generation. It talks about what it costs state by state, talks about long-term care insurance. And these are all areas that Lancelot Inc. focuses in. This is all uh, important areas that USA Wealth Group focuses in. And long-term care insurance is available. There are life insurance policies now. You can get, they'll have a long-term care insurance rider. So the whole subject of doing this is critically important. But let's start out with um, the cost of long-term care and talk about why it's so important. So there was just a recent article uh, put out, and now I'm having trouble finding my copy, but you've got yours with little stickers sticking out of it, Tenny. Let's see if one of us can find it. All right, I'll take this one. And it's called 2020 Nursing Home Cost by State and Region. This was updated as of January 14, 2021, put out by the American Council on Aging, and it's shocking. By the way, Consumer Reports has reported that the state of Massachusetts is the third most expensive state in the country for the cost of long-term care, nursing homes, and assisted living. Third in the country. That's not a good distinction. But well, here's some—go ahead. It, 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 other areas, I have to say, are probably catching up quickly. My brother, for example, has his wife at an assisted living facility in North Carolina. Yep, she has serious dementia. Yeah, very, very bad situation. Um, And he is paying about $8,000 a month for that assisted living, which is about what you would pay up here. So other states are catching up. Yeah, that's $100,000 a year. Yep. That's that's an obscene amount of money, unfortunately. Yep. Here's some numbers for Massachusetts. Uh, nursing home costs by state and region, 2020, updated in January of 2021. 
in Massachusetts and Pittsfield, the cost of a shared room annually is $133,200. And that's about the lowest in the state. And that's in a room where you live with somebody else. Yep. A private room is 142000 uh, Springfield, also, you think of Western Mass as not terribly expensive, $147,500 for a private room. Uh, Worcester, $156,950 a year for a private room in a nursing home, 150000 for a shared room. They don't go into all the towns and so forth in the area, but how about Barnstable? You know, you think about Cape Cod, you think about our area here. Barnstable, Massachusetts, Barnstable Town, cost of a private room in a nursing home is $170,000 a year. And if you share a room with somebody else, it's $160,000 a year. So these numbers are, are really staggering costs. Nobody wants to be in a nursing home in the first place, and very few people can afford the cost of a nursing home. It can totally wipe out all of your assets and bankrupt you, can't it, Tenny? Yes, and it, it always amazes me when I hear people say, I'm never going to a nursing home. It probably would not be your uh, choice one way or the other. It may be a necessity if you are in a situation where there's no one to care for you and if your physical and or mental capabilities are such that people who are trained and available 24 hours a day have to be on call for you. Yep. No, nobody wants to be in a nursing home. That's not your first choice. You don't want to be there because you don't want to be that much um, unable to take care of yourself that you have to be there in the first place, but you don't want to pay the cost of it. And Will Rogers once said, we would certainly slow down the aging process if it had to work its way through Congress. <laughs> Well, and. when you look at Congress, what is the most uh, the the greatest characteristic that you see? Old white-haired men. Yes, no, you're right. <laughs> uh, well, that uh, mix has been changing more recently to re- reflect perhaps our population, but um, that's still the image you have of of uh, Congress for sure. Uh, Andy Rooney once said, "I've learned that life is like a roll of toilet paper." The closer it gets to the end, the faster it goes. <laughs> sort of like aging, isn't it? Yes. Well, we won't think about that any further. But let's talk about the fact that we do have a crisis. Uh, America is running out of caregivers. A lot of nursing homes have closed. A lot of nursing homes have closed during the pandemic. Um, many nursing homes were impacted by the pandemic with very high rates of infection. So it's, it's certainly an industry with lots and lots of problems and very high costs. So if you can stay at home, um, Tenny, wouldn't you rather stay at home? Well, everyone would. They're, they're used to their home. They're comfy in their own surroundings. It just doesn't always work out that way. So the interesting thing is that we live in a house uh, right now, and the prior owner of the house that we bought it from was in a wheelchair, um, and had a uh, an illness that was something that would continue to get worse. But he had a lift in the house. We have some stairs, and you can see the little holes in the stairs, very tiny holes, where they had installed a lift. So t- sometimes you'll put a lift in your house, won't you? What are some of the other things you could do in your house to protect the house, to make it safer? Well, I always thought that one of the most overlooked and easiest things to do Take up your little area rugs, your little throw rugs. Those are very dangerous for falling. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, just take them up. You know, either either use something that is has got a um, a scuffed bottom to it of some type, or just don't have anything there. You know, in our office, I was thinking we we often deal with people who are retired or getting closer to retirement or planning for retirement. And I know people that are in their 80s and 90s even who still continue to live at home and climb stairs. And they've chosen to do that specifically because they want the exercise of going up and down the stairs. Right. Not everybody can do that if you reach a point when you can't. 
But, you know, there's some really simple things that I've always done in any property that we've ever owned and lived in. And I think it's such simple, common sense, and very inexpensive to do. You can go to Lowe's, you can go to Home Depot, and you can buy a grab rail. It's a vertical thing. It's about 12 inches long, and it doesn't take a lot of effort. And you simply bolt it right outside your tub or right outside your shower so that when you go to get in the shower, you put your hand on that and you hold it, and now you can step in safely and securely. You ought to have grab rails inside your tub or your shower, and it just gives a sense of security. If you're inside of a shower, for example, and you go to turn around and you don't have something you can hold on to, maybe you just, you know, rinsing your hair, which is full of shampoo, um, you don't have the security of being able to hold on to something. So I've always installed those things inside tubs and showers any place that we've ever lived. And it's a real simple thing to do. Probably 15 to $20 you can buy one of those things. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Um, they're, they're helpful you don't have to be old to <laughs> appreciate them. Everybody no, exactly. can slip. All it takes is one fall in a tub, and you know yep. you can be laid up for a long time. Yep. So what, what are some of the other physical things you can do? You talked about area rugs. Get rid of those. Right. Um, a lot of the other things that are important to be done to make places safer are not easy to do. It's uh, things like widened doorways. Many doorways are less than 36 inches wide, and that tends to be the space needed for things like wheelchairs um, or lowering electric sockets so that you can uh, more easily plug things into sockets and so forth. A lot of those things, as I said, are really difficult and expensive to do. I don't, for the life of me, understand why developers in our neck of the woods are consistently building big uh, two-story houses when probably um, a, a huge number of us would rather be in a single-level, one-level house, easily sure. accessible, probably a third of the population, with with laundry rooms on the main level. Well, it's more um, expensive to spread out on one, one level. It's cheaper to go two stories on, on the one hand, but yeah. on the other hand, you know, build smaller. I mean, how many people live in a house where they don't use half of the rooms in the house? Yep. So, you know, George Burns actually lived to be the age of 100, and I always uh, used to enjoy watching him. My favorite quotation from George Burns is, and I've used this, I love it, you know you're getting old when you stoop down to tie your shoelaces and wonder what else you could do while you're down there. Do you ever have that sensation, Tenny? Oh, I do it all the time when I pick up cat fuzz, and I think, ooh, maybe if I just move a little bit to the left, I'll get another cat fuzz and do it all at once. Of course, George Burns also said, I'd go out with women my age, but there are no women my age. <laughs> That's well, true. Well, I always said I wanted to be 105 and a burden to my children. <laughs> well, you probably will be someday. I Who probably knows? will be. <laughs> well, let's talk about a few other physical things you can do. Um, one of the places that we lived in about 10 years ago, it had a fairly steep set of stairs to go upstairs to um, the second story, and the, it was an office up there and so forth. And it had a single railing coming down. And then my Uncle Harry came to visit, and he had a difficult time. And so what we did, as soon as he left, we put another railing. So we had two railings, one in each, one on the wall, and one was a separate freestanding railing. And that's not a very expensive thing to do at all. No, and it made a huge difference. The next time he came, he was really grateful we had that. So stairs are difficulty. Uh, if you have rugs and, you know, they slide a little bit, you don't want to get rid of them, you can put these... Um, foam pads underneath or, you know, rubber kind of pads underneath and they'll keep them from sliding around. That's a simple fix. But even that is not perfect because people tend to trip as they uh, walk across the floor and come upon a rug. So getting rid of those little rugs is the best thing. So if you have an aging parent, for example, and you're trying to figure out how can they continue to stay there safely, what if they have carpet? Maybe you get rid of the carpet and you put down 
uh, tile flooring, which is easier to clean and easier to walk on, more sanitary. What about having uh, light switches that can go on uh, easier, more automatically, and things of that nature? I guess I guess we have a dog outside, don't we? Can anybody hear that dog barking? We have signs outside of our studio in our office that say, please be quiet, we're recording. <laughs> so anyway... Um, that's a little added music to our show today, Tenny. <laughs> Tenny, what about your legal affairs? What do you need to do for legal affairs to get your legal affairs in order? Well, the most basic is you need to have them reviewed by a lawyer, and you need to do that on a fairly regular base basis. Maybe every uh, three to five years is a good time frame. And anybody who's a client of ours hopefully knows that that's a free service that we offer our clients who have done estate plans with us. Um, Laws tend to change fairly often, and people's circumstances change as well. It's very important to make sure that what you had written up maybe 10 or 15 years ago still reflects what the law is, and what's going on with you and your family. And it doesn't cost anything to come in and review that, does it? No. uh, We, in fact, send out reminders to people every uh, approximately four or five years and suggest that they come in or call us if they're not comfortable coming into the the, uh, office itself because of COVID, although we've taken some pretty significant steps to be careful about that. So let's talk about a couple of other specific things. Um, The Wall Street Journal in just the past two years has said that America is running out of family caregivers. It describes a really dark future for baby boomers. It's estimated that 75 million baby boomers haven't even yet peaked or reached uh, retirement age, perhaps. And We have perhaps 40 to 60 million caregivers in our country. Um, Although these numbers may go up, the population is aging faster than we have caregivers to take care of them. Tenny, do you have any clients right now who have caregivers in their home so they don't have to be in a nursing home? I certainly do. I, I am the power of attorney for both property and health for one of our clients. And she is very fortunate to have accumulated a reasonable um, amount of of funds, retirement funds, and she is able to stay at home because she pays caregivers to live with her 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They don't actually live there. They come in they come and, and, go in and shifts. leave, but... But they're there 24 hours a day. But they are there 24 hours. In fact, when she had uh, a medical crisis about a year and a half ago, the only only way that the nurse, I'm sorry, the hospital would release her is if we agreed to provide this 24-hour care. And she's very fortunate to have it. Right. And she's over 90, isn't she now? She's just 90. She's just 90. Well, here's what the Wall Street Journal has had to say, that America is running out of family caregivers. They're describing a really dark future for the baby boomer generation, which many people are in. And they're estimating that between 2015 and 2050, the number of older Americans who may need in-home care is projected to rise 84%, while the number of caregivers is only going to grow by 13%. So they're looking at a shortage. Well, look at what happened to us. When our mothers were in need of care, our kids were teenagers, Mm -hmm. and they needed our attention just as much. Uh, We really felt torn at that time. Plus, you and I were both working full-time, so it was a very difficult period of of crisis for us and our family. Well, how does a person take care of an aging parent who might need care, whether it's round-the-clock or part-time care, if they're also taking care of their own family, they get kids in school, as you suggested, um, how do they find the time to be able to do that? Sometimes they can't. That's right. And then, therefore, you have to look to resources to do it. Yeah. But there's no question that the longer somebody can stay comfortably and safely in their own house, that's a much better thing to do. 
If if you don't have an actual medical difficulty, if you're just having, you know, trouble uh, walking or toileting or maybe making meals or something like that, it is much more efficient. And I think the government will come to see this at some point, to have you remain in your house and just have some limited amount of care. You may not need somebody like my friend does uh, 24 hours a day, and the only reason that, uh, that she is required to have that is because she has a real memory problem. She doesn't remember two minutes from now what she said now. <laughs> so... Uh, she's a, a, a worry for her caregivers. But most people um, are able to live alone as long as they have some help. Well, it's good to stay home, but you have to stay safely at home. You have to make sure you have shades that work and they're easy to pull down. Um, Joan Rivers once said, talk about getting old. I was getting dressed and a peeping Tom looked in the window took a look and pulled down the shade. <laughs> I, I like that from Joan Rivers. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're very fortunate in the greater New Bedford community that we've got some wonderful organizations for helping to take care of people. I want to mention at least two of them. Uh, the first is called Visiting Angels. Uh, we've had them on the radio show a couple of years ago, and um, they're located on Rockdale Avenue in New Bedford, uh, you can call them if you want to at 774-425-3083, and they'll arrange for a care to come in the house. Um, even though they were on a couple of years ago, uh, we went to the trouble to uh, visit their website and their information again to make sure that they were uh, still comfortably providing services for people. So that's called Visiting Angels. If you need the number, give us a call at our office, and we'll be happy to provide that for you. I also would like to put a plug in for Care with Love, which is the organization that uh, employs the caregivers for my friend. Um, we might want to mention here that uh, people who are caregivers um, are usually employees of the people that they care for, and that requires some um, tax has some tax implications, but we won't go into detail about that right now. Yeah, and the third organization, which is extremely important, um, is, um, well, first of all, your council on agents is very important, but um, we've got some great organizations that we're going to feature on the show, probably as an entire show by itself. Coastline Elderly Services is probably the largest and most prominent. Uh, they recently moved their entire office to Belleville Avenue. Uh, they're in a wonderful facility, a wonderful building. They provide both in-house and outs outsource services. They do Meals on Wheels. They provide uh, information about nutrition and medical care. And transportation. Transportation. Uh, they help manage and supervise some of the elderly complexes uh, in our area, including the one up on County Street uh, that you and I both worked on, Tenny. Um, the Grinnell Mansion. Grinnell, right. And that's congregate housing. Right. Um, that's now um, managed in part and supervised by uh, Coastline Elderly Services. So I had the opportunity to meet the new, uh, fairly recent director of Coastline. Terrific organization. If you're not familiar with Coastline, definitely give them a call. And if you want telephone numbers and information about any of these services, give us a call. Give Tenny or somebody in her office a call at 508-998-8800, and we'll be happy to provide a list of all these resources and give you phone numbers. It's complicated. Tenny, do you remember when we were first looking for uh, care for your mother and how difficult it was, and you were an attorney even then, and we had to call so many different agencies and try to figure out how to piece it all together? It's complicated. Well, this was um, a, a few years ago, but what ended up happening is we couldn't find anybody nearby who was uh, reasonable in cost. And so we ended up driving my mom down to a nursing home where she stayed the rest of her life in North Carolina in the town where my uh, brother lived 
with his family because it was half the price and her financial resources could be therefore stretched out over a much longer period of time than than they could here in Massachusetts and it was a it was a trauma for all of us to have to move her out of state mm-hmm. well one thing that we have been able to do here however is refer people to various agencies uh Council on Aging, for example, um, can provide information. A lot of them are doing it remotely at the moment because of the uh, uh, pandemic and the the, vac- the virus. One and thing to keep in mind is that the uh, district attorney for Bristol County is very interested in the problems of the elderly. If you would like to have a phone call every morning to make sure that you're safe and sound, you can line that up by calling the DA's office. Yep, and let me put a plug in for that as well because we've had two people in just the last week that we know. Um, One is a client, one is not, but we've known him for a long time. Um, the one who's not a client was scammed out of eighteen thousand uh, dollars. The one who is a client was scammed out of fifteen hundred dollars, and then figured out that it was a scam. Uh, we're probably going to do an entire show on uh, scams and ways that people are trying to take your money. Um, but I wanted to mention that if you think you you have a problem or you've been scammed, call the police department and call the district attorney's office. Absolutely. Do not respond to telephone calls asking you to give money or that say, you're a winner. All you have to do is send $1,000 in to claim your prize. Don't fall for that. Well, the one gentleman who lost $18,000 was going down to his bank um, once or twice a week and withdrawing $100 and putting on money cards and then mailing off money cards. Um that's really awful. That's really tough. We'll talk about that again on another time. Um, you know who Billy Crystal is, don't you, Tenny? Actor, comedian? Comedian, yeah. He said, by the time a man is wise enough to watch his step, he's too old to go anywhere. Oh. I guess he could drive. No, we hope he doesn't <laughs> drive. <laughs> no. That's another issue, certainly. When do you take the keys away? Oh, my. Well, one of my other favorites that I like to talk about once in a while is Rodney Dangerfield. He's a little bit on the edge, shall we say. So Rodney Dangerfield said, I'm at the age when food has taken the place of sex in my life. In fact, I've just had a mirror put over my kitchen table. (laughs) Like I said, you can just sort of get away with Rodney Dangerfield, can't you? Well, you know, I know that in the law firm, Tenny, you've got a number of publications and handouts that you can provide people that would be useful, too. Um, And we've also got things uh, that we can help. Some have been provided for to us by A Place for Mom, which is another great organization uh, that helps take care of seniors. And they have something called a Guide to Senior Housing and Care. And as I said, there's this wonderful article Uh, very lengthy in Consumer Reports called Who Will Care For You, Um, where we have to be careful of copyright laws, but we can provide some information from that for you. There's a lot of good information, but it's also complicated. It's hard to put it together. Well, that's one of the unfortunate things, that as our world becomes more complicated, it's much more difficult for older people to maneuver through it because a lot of people aren't used to computers. You and I, as you said earlier, tried for a couple of days to try to figure out how to schedule a COVID vaccine shot. It was tough. And oh my word, the, the website was awful. You, you entered everything, pressed a button, and lo and behold, you were back at the top and had to enter it all over again. It was just awful. Well, you know, the other interesting part of that is when you actually receive the shot at uh, Gillette Stadium, and by the way, I think they handled that really very well, and th- a big thank you to Bob Kraft and the Kraft family and the, right. the Patriots for allowing that to be a location, yep. because they have these monster signs outside that they use for advertising, and you would sit in your car in the parking lot, and on the screen it would say, 
If you have a, an appointment scheduled for 9.54, you can now head to the entrance. So you did not have to wait outside in the cold in a line or anything of that nature. You just sat in your car. And then when it came to be close to your appointment time, you get out of your car and you went over. You walked right in the door. They did a quick screening. You answered some questions. You went up the escalator. And they ushered you. I don't think we waited more than two or three minutes. And they brought you right over to a table to... Uh, answer a couple more questions and get your shot. It was so efficient. And the only difficult part was <laughs> filling in the information on the website after your shot to schedule your second shot. <laughs> no, I was going to just mention the same thing. So while you were there, they had a whole bunch of chairs, um, probably enough for, I would guess it was at least 100, 200 people in chairs, all spread widely apart and you sat down with your cell phone, and then you tried to make your second appointment. Now, we did it, but it took us, what, 15 to 20 minutes, I would say. <laughs> right. You'd get through something, they would say, you didn't fill in this one, you'd go back, and then you'd lose it, and you'd have to start from the beginning again. <laughs> oh, websites can be very trying. <laughs> but we got it done, and they had a lot of people who couldn't figure it out at all. And the good thing is they probably had... I don't know, several dozen people going around asking people if they were able to make their second reservation or did they need help going through all the various prompts and things you had to fill out. So, But it got done. We actually, had, as we just finished, somebody came over and said, do you need help? We said, nope, very proudly. <laughs> we got it all done. <laughs> oh, my. So in a couple of weeks from now, we'll go and get our second shot. But it really was a very well-run operation, and I encourage people if they are waiting to get their vaccine think about Gillette it's not difficult to get to it's easy to park it's easy to enter big sign on route one saying enter here for your COVID shot COVID vaccine shot uh, big arrow signs you just you know take a parking space and then wait for your time wait, wait for your appointment so yep I would recommend that it really isn't a bad thing to do at all Tenny um have you ever uh, helped somebody get into an assisted living facility? And if you think somebody needs to be in an assisted living facility, what are some of the kinds of things that you might need to look at? Well, assisted living is um, a, a wonderful way to live if you can no longer live in your own home. It's much more like an at-home situation. You have usually a unit that is all your own. And so one of the first things you want to do is go and tour a unit and try to figure out what kind of facilities it has. Does it have a microwave for cooking or a refrigerator or anything like that? Um, what, what's the bathroom like? Are there hold grabber rails and that sort of thing? Um, then you want to look around and see if the um, overall facility is clean. Uh, are people keeping it well kept? Are they vacuuming the floors and washing down places that might get dirty and so forth? Um, if possible, you want to try to visit the facility while some kind of an activity is going on that's mm -hmm. usually bingo or other games or some sort of engagement that people are encouraged to participate in. Or playing so, music or something like that. Right. Singing, uh, piano playing, whatever. Um, is the staff friendly? Does somebody say hello to you and smile when you're on your way through the facility? That's always a good indication about whether the staff is happy. Um, unless it's midwinter like now, you want to try to see what the outdoor area around the facility is. Um, is there a place for people to go out and comfortably sit, or watch the birds, feed the birds, whatever? Um, is that area well maintained? And then a very important thing to do is try to go at a time when you can eat a meal. That's always very telling. I can remember visiting somebody at a, an assisted living facility on the Cape. She invited me to come for lunch. Oh, my word, you could put me in that facility anytime because the food was delicious. 
Where uh-huh. is it? That'll be your next vacation. <laughs> that, that may be. <laughs> Most of these facilities have trained chefs preparing their meals. And although the food may not be as spicy as you might like, you can, you can fix that. And usually the food is just wonderful. Uh, you want to try to find out about what security concerns there might be. If you are placing an elder that has a wandering problem, is the unit locked? How do people get in and out? Is it likely that that poor relative of yours might end up wandering the streets in the middle of the night if the door is not secure? So all of those things are things that you want to do. It, it, it's really, I would say, critically important to try to pay attention to these things before you place somebody. Don't just absolutely by telephone agree, yep, we'll take a unit there. Go and visit. Go and observe. Oh, you have to. But, you know, again, I want to come back to the topic of aging in place and what are some of the things you need to do if you are thinking that you'd like to stay in your house as long as possible or just as importantly, if you've got a parent that you know is getting older and failing and you'd like to be able to keep them in their own house as long as possible. Um, You need to plan. You need to make sure that legal documents are in place so that if somebody cannot make decisions for themselves, as Attorney Tenny Lance said a minute ago, you got a durable power of attorney. You can help them manage their finances, manage their affairs, uh, pay their bills, whatever has to be done. We can help you at USA Wealth Group. Um, Give us a call at 508-998-8858. We do a lot of work with making sure that two things happen. One, are you going to have enough money to retire with? And two, um, is there any way that we want to help you protect the assets so that if you did have to go to a nursing home, then maybe you can shelter and protect some of those assets and they won't have to be spent on a nursing home. And Tenny, I know you do a lot of work in that area too with irrevocable income-only trust. If you put money and assets into that trust, and five years goes by, you can protect that from a nursing home, right? Right. And what you said is critical. The most important thing you can do is plan. Pay attention ahead of time because in most cases, you'll need five years in order to protect resources. So here's some important questions to ask. If I decide to stay in the house, um, who's going to help me while I'm there? Uh, Will it be Coastline? Will it be Council on Aging? Will it be Meals on Wheels? Will it be a cleaning service that comes in to help clean the house? Are you going to need help with uh, bathing? Um, Is your house in a safe position? Uh, I mentioned grab rails earlier for getting into a bathtub. What about the floor of the shower? Uh, Do you have to climb over a tub to get in to use the shower? Maybe you ought to spend a little bit of money and think about ripping out the bathtub and ripping out the shower and perhaps installing a shower we can just open the door and walk in without having to climb over a tub the the side of a tub yeah people tend to be um pound wise and penny foolish the other way around penny wise and pound foolish wise and pound foolish that's right as long as you get the pennies i get the pounds (laughs) So they don't want to spend their money because they think they might need it. Well, what better thing could you expend your money on than bringing your laundry upstairs, for example, so you don't have to go down these steep cellar stairs so to I happen get to, to your know, washing machine? I happen to know that the 90-year-old woman that you are handling her financial affairs for as her attorney, in fact, under the power of attorney, um, even as she was approaching uh, the, the need to have round-the-clock caregivers, she was also going up and down the stairs into her basement to do her laundry. Yep, steep stairs, too. So spend some money and have it all in one level. Yes, I would tell her every time I went to her house, you could put the laundry right here. And she said, oh, no, I couldn't. That would be foolish. Well, now she has 24-hour care. <laughs> she doesn't have to do her laundry anymore, but she's paying for the care. <laughs> but maybe you need to spend money to put a ramp. Um, maybe, you know what, one of the things that I've done in our house recently is I've taken out doorknobs and put in um, handles. So Latch. if you want to go to, yeah. if you want to, like a, like a latch, yeah. So if you want to 
open the door, you don't have to worry about twisting around the handle on a doorknob. You just use this lever up and down that opens the door. That's an inexpensive fix. You Maybe can, children who are scratching their head wondering, what can they give to their parents for Christmas? Maybe you can give them some of these improvements. Hire a contractor to install some grab rails or uh, a plumber to bring the washing machine up to a spot on the main floor. Yeah, get rid of the tub. Uh, rip it out. Pay somebody to come in and, and put in a walk-in shower instead. Same thing in the kitchen. Uh, no, we're not going to put a walk-in shower in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you need to lower countertops. Um, maybe you've got kitchen knobs on the faucet that you have to twist and turn. And why don't you put a one-piece handle uh, over your faucet? You just lift it up. You move it to one side or the other for hot or for cold. Those are fairly simple things you can do. Do you have a microwave that's way up in the air that you have to reach for? Why don't you have a microwave that's on the countertop? There's just so many things that you can do like that. And we've got some good guides. We're happy to show you that. Put vinyl floors in instead of carpeting. There's so many things you can do with technology. Simply remove the clutter. <laughs> clutter is very dangerous. It's uh, If it's on the floor, it's something you might trip over. If it's on the counters, it might um, get in the way of your reaching for something and uh, could could be real trouble. What if you have a parent that's living by themselves and they need to be monitored? You can't rely upon you know, pushing that button that says, I've fallen and I can't get up, you know. Although having one of those buttons is really important. <laughs> yep, it could be. Um, you could have a medical alert button and you could have a medical alert bracelet uh, so that something happens. How about smart home devices? So what we have in our house are cameras. We have Nest cameras. We put them up ourselves. It doesn't require any particular installation. And then I think we spend like 20 or $25 a month and that allows me, if one of the cats jumps up on the counter and we're not there, I get an alert on my phone. I can look and I can talk. I can yell at the cat and say, get off the counter. <laughs> you know, we're watching you. <laughs> but maybe it's a way that you can help keep track of an older person. And you know what? All they have to do if they get into trouble is they can say something into the microphone and say, can you call me? Can you give me a hand? I've, I have a problem. So you can do it with smart lights. You can do it with cameras. Um, you can have different seats. I wonder how many people have old-fashioned toilets that are 15 inches tall, and they're really hard to get and sit on. You know, for a few hundred dollars, four or $500 for the toilet and the plumber, you can put in taller toilets that are 17 inches tall. They're easy to get up and down from. Uh, do that for your parents. Spend a little bit of money on some plumbing and some things like that, and gosh, you can make a big difference in somebody's safety and comfort level to be able to stay in the house. I think these are absolutely wonderful ideas for birthday presents, Christmas presents, whatever. Sure. Why give your dad another shirt nope. or dad, tie? Dad, this Christmas, we're going to get you a new toilet. <laughs> well, he'll appreciate it. He truly will. Yeah, seriously. I mean, why not? You know, Michael J. Fox, who has his own medical problems, uh, once said, family is not an important thing. It's everything. Right. And um, this is from Lee Iacocca, who ran Chrysler Corporation. No matter what you've done for yourself or for humanity, if you can't look back or having given love and attention on, on giving love and attention to your own family, what have you really accomplished? I'm going to read that one more time. If you can't look back and having given love and attention to your own family, what have you really accomplished? That's true, isn't it? It is. It you got to help yourself, indeed. but you got to help your family as as well. Um, we have a lot of material on aging in place. Tenny has brochures uh, from the law firm that she can provide. We've got tax handouts. Um, simply give us a call. We're happy to provide some of these things for you. But the thing is, as we get older, as our parents get older, we need to think about how do we make the environment safer than it used to be? How do we protect ourselves? How do we protect our family? You've got materials on um, 
probate, on living probate, and you've got some other brochures that I know that well, we have Medicaid planning, things yep, of that we have nature. Asset protection, reducing the risk and promoting peace of mind. We have a brochure on seven things you need to know before you choose a nursing home. Another one on estate planning versus asset protection. Many people don't know that uh, one of the functions of an elder attorney is not just uh, planning for the disposition of your assets upon your death, but maybe protecting your assets as you get older um, if you should need to consider a nursing home or if your family should need to consider that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really known as Medicaid planning or asset protection. It's a whole different field from estate planning and planning for after death. I've mentioned in the past that we do a lot of research in doing uh, every single show that we do. Uh, National Institutes on Aging has a, a handout called Getting Your Affairs in Order. Um, the Washington Post very recently, um, in February of this year, published an article called Design Tips for Incorporating Aging in Place Elements into Your Home. Six Design-Friendly Options for Aging in Place. What kinds of things are they talking about? Uh, ripping out carpeting and putting in luxury vinyl plank flooring, what we just put into our office, for example. Yep. It's cleaner. It's safer. It's waterproof, it's non-skid, stands up to wear and tear. How about appliances? I wonder how many people have a washer or dryer that you have to load from the top. Why don't you have one that loads from the front? Yes. Spend the money to replace appliances. Yes. Um, How about uh, doing things that have mirrors that will extend off the wall so you don't have to lean way into the over the sink uh, in an awkward position? How about having a mirror that extends out Shower drains can be made better so there's less slope than in a typical shower drain, and it leads to more stability when you're standing. Uh, We talked about getting rid of your tub and doing a walk-in shower. There's a lot of advertising for that. Well, it doesn't mean you have to stand the whole time. You can put a fold-down bench, a teak or a wood folding bench you can sit on so you can be comfortable while you shower. And there are walk-in tubs that are available if you'd rather have a, a, a tub to soak in. Anyway... As we conclude right now, um, I just want to mention that we've got a lot of these materials. If you'd like to have some of these handouts that we spend time researching, uh, give us a call, 508-998-8858, and we're happy to provide it. So as we close today, uh, thank you, Tenny, for being here. I'd like to ask everyone to ask yourself this question, what are you doing to protect your family and your money? And if it is important to you to protect your family and your money, then you need to take some action. Give us a call and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day indeed. Make a call to a loved one and tell them happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for listening.